Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Cast assessment. Here we go. Screwed all that recap stuff. We'll get to that after. All right. So this season is uh, unlike any other season before because of the COVID thing. The first two legs, first three legs happened, and then they shut shut it down. It was actually six days of the race. The race was going on for six days. They shut it down, sent everybody home. And at that point, it's like, what the hell are we going to do now? Like, your dreams are shattered. We got COVID. It's a pandemic. It's going to be a year, two years. Are they going to bring the cast back? Are they going to cast a new season? What's going to happen? Are the teams going to talk to each other? Like the teams that were out of shape, are they going to go get in shape? Like teams that were together, are they going to be separated? There's pregnancies. There's all sorts of things that could happen. Heartbreak for the team. So basically what happened is two teams got eliminated in the first three legs. And then when they brought everybody back, two teams couldn't come back. I don't know which teams they were, uh, so I, I don't know if the teams that were eliminated, I don't know why they would bring them back, so I'm going to assume that the two teams that were eliminated are not the same two teams that didn't come back. How crazy would it be, though, if they did? So I, you know, let's say, like, you know, Justin and Diana couldn't come back because they got pregnant, so, you know, Kelly and Siobhan from our season came back and were back in the race. How crazy of, like, a second chance would that be? That's actually a good idea. I think some yeah. teams would be pissed off about it because they, you know, they got a second chance. But you know, I think I think that'd be awesome. That'd be a good idea. I don't I don't think they did that, but I think it'd be a really good no, idea. No, I don't either. But like, we don't really know, and they probably. Have, I mean, this this, this season is going to be the season of adjustments, right? This is going to look like a very different race than we're used to, but it's the best they can do in the situation we have, and it's better than nothing, right? Yeah. Especially for these racers who did all of the work to get on the show. They went through all of the obstacles, all the jumped through all the hoops, got on the show. And then we're like, JK, global pandemic deuces. Yeah. That had to be heartbreaking. Absolutely. There's, there's nothing worse than that. You prepared, like you finally got on the show. Then you did all the preparation to get on the show. And then you got there and it's like, yeah, I'm doing well. What about, you know, the team's doing well. We're like, we're killing it. We're crushing <laughs> it. So far ahead. <laughs> no, just the guy wait. Next, guy next to you is like, <coughs> Like, everyone looks at him. It. He, yeah. coughed. he coughed. He coughed. He coughed. He coughed. Six feet from the line of the depot now. <laughs> Speaking of coughing, you know, James Earl was on the front lines for all that stuff, so he knows all about that. That uh, Still on the front lines. Are you kidding me? Jesus. It's I didn't, never ended. I, yeah, I didn't know if you were still into it, but dang. Uh, I, I thought you were able oh, to. Yeah, no, I mean, no, Omicron is destroying us right no, now. No, he quit. Justin, he quit. He said, fuck it. No, I know he was yeah, doing I like a residency. I'm, I'm I thought maybe he moved on to doing something else rather than being like in the. No, I'm, I, so I finished my residency. I've done with all my training. So like, I'm just fully independent practicing doctor now. Are you like emergency room or you got a regular doctor? Yeah, doctor? I work. So I do two jobs. I work in the emergency room and then I also admit patients to the hospital at another hospital. Jeez. So I have, I have really? two different jobs. We got yeah. two jobs, man. Oh, wow. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey, just saying like. I'm a good. I'm a good provider. If you're ever needing a husband, Uh-oh. handsome, <laughs> handsome as ever. Probably, Normally, probably Joey's a, hitting on everybody. I know. I know. <laughs> we'll probably get a couple of kinks out of my back. Maybe after a hard day's work for me, James, or a little, little, get a little hush of father in there. I mean, too. see now. You now you're seeing the benefits. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. I don't Jeez. mind. 
Hey, uh, <laughs> girls love him, guys love him. Joey's a stud. I look at him and I see a douche nozzle. I don't know how ever be such a stud. All right. So let's I, I look at you and I see a Schindler's List stunt double. <laughs> Uh, you know, we went to the Schindler factory during our season. Uh, um, oh, did you? oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. Yeah, I cried again. Um, <laughs> of, course you, of course you did. Of course I did. Of course I did. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Edge of... <laughs> <laughs> Married Educators Akbar Cook and Sheridan Cook, who seem just like two regular, ordinary people, 44, 45 they actually played basketball in college. Uh, both of them played basketball in college. They went to college together, fell in love, have, got married, got kids. They worked together. Work, you know, they. And Akbar is an author. He has a book called Focus on the Love, which you can see on their shirts. And that's based off what he did in his school. So his school was pre hit pretty hard but in the inner city with, you know, drugs and gangs and violence and things like that. So he, he opened the school up at night. You know, I don't know, I think from five to nine or five to seven at night for kids to have a place to go just to be able to get off the streets. And it dramatically changed like the crime and the, the and things like that. And he they got on Ellen. And, and so they're kind of famous, but they're regular people who just do extraordinary things. And that's like. I just want to start, like, when people say, I just want to see regular people, no, no you don't. Because regular people are regular people. There's nothing special about them. So when you look yeah. on TV and you watch them, you're going to see regular people. Boring. Nobody watches the, the, you know, the Housewives, any of those shows because they're regular people. You watch them because they're train wrecks. You know what I mean? They're just, not even people. They're just train wrecks, right? <laughs> These people are just people who've done extraordinary things. People who, who you have to stand out from a crowd. Regular people don't stand out in a crowd. So when you have These thousands people of people, yeah. thousands of people going in for get cast for them, I'm going to get Joe Regular or Joe Regular who has an incredible story. Right. Regular people with right. incredible stories. This is them. This is these are two of them. And, and now that I've said nice things about them, they are definitely one of the first three eliminated. I don't see it. Hey, real quick, before we before we <laughs> no, get to even that too, I just feel like we have to do our disclaimer again because we yes. said oh yes, you're right, you're right. We're off the air. Yes. So for oh. all of the like the racers that are watching this, like know that I personally, when all of this was happening for my season, Mom and I were the first people that everyone said we're going to be out. Like first out, maybe with Survivor led be the second out. You have to take all of this with a grain of salt, right? So, like, we all we know about you is what they put on the internet, and it's really just like four sentences, right? Yeah. So, like, we know very little about you, who you are as a person. So, this is just our first impression. So, if we're wrong, we were wrong. Be on the race. Yeah, this is the hardest part. This is the hardest episode to do because we have nothing to base it on besides like well, superficial stuff. Like, and it's just like male female teams yeah. usually do good. Okay, they got that going for them, but. From what we've seen, slow and steady wins the race. No, no, it doesn't. No, it's never won the race. Slow and steady has never won the race. So, no. Uh, the tortoise and the hare is a fable. That never happened. It didn't really happen. A, a turtle will never beat a rabbit in a race. It's never going to happen. That's just, you know, that's an underdog story that people use to get underdogs. It's not real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but with, with that said, um, I, I see them uh, one of the first three. So uh, we have top three. We're going to rank them top three, bottom three, and middle of the pack. And I have them as one of the bottom three. One of the top three smiles on the show, hands down. They both have incredible smiles, but I don't think they're going to make the best racers. No. Yeah, I don't Amazing think so story. Yeah. Amazing story. Wonderful. Love the t shirts. 
they never left college in my opinion. So I, I think they have a great gig of what they have, where they have it. But I think once they're out of their element, they're definitely going to be completely overwhelmed. And I got them bottom three as well. And this is a theme yeah, that you're going to hear from me. They've lived very similar lives, have very similar experiences, and that doesn't lead to a good team dynamic. Right, right. right James, definitely. Yeah. Agree. I think they're going to do okay in like a first or second leg, but I definitely see them out in the first three. I do. I think when the stress of the race starts to hit, they're just going to kind of fall to the back of the pack and be eliminated. Uh, Elena says, Kelsey and Joey were the underdogs in your season. No, they weren't. They finished second. They have the record for most second places ever. That's not underdogs. That's like second. They're the that they if we weren't on the race, they would have won seven legs of the race because they finished in second. Like they were one of the best teams on the race. The underdogs were yeah. were like teams like Denise and James Earl, the cheerleaders, like and the cheerleaders. Yeah, the, those are yeah. those are the teams that were the underdogs that nobody suspected. Like James Earl said, they ask you who in this room do you think is not going to do well? And we all <laughs> yeah, pointed. No, I forgot. We were all. We were off air when I told that story. I'm not telling that story again. So they like I told it to Joey, but they set us all down before the race, like the night before the race. And Bertram uh, gave us a little talk. And it's like you know, this is just amazing experience. But just remember, like only one team can win. And then like also remember, one team of y'all will be out first. So who's it going to be? All the little fuckers in the room, all twenty people pointed at me and mom. Yeah, and we had this, mom and I just looked at her like Jesus. The oldest contestant and. Uh, when you when I look at you, I don't see like a fierce physical competitor. When I'm looking at Team Texas, like six foot five, six foot three, muscular dude, and I see you and Grandma, like all right, cool, like oh, you know, I mean, my age. well, yeah, Grandpa. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like that. I, so that's what I would say. Like, okay, I'm not scared of them, but as if you watched our season, literally the first the first task that we had to do, James Earl pushed me harder than anybody in that race and I had a totally different respect for him and once you talk to him you realize he's the smartest contestant on the race like he so two things that immediately he has the physical and the smarts and and Denise had the life experience and they trusted each other obviously a mother-son team it's very very hard for a mother-son team to win the race because of expectations from mothers and sons and you listen to me i'm the parent type you know but that's very hard to overcome like uh, sherry and cole oh, we're gonna win we're gonna win the uh next all-stars i'm telling you I, I pray you're on an all-stars because people, no, you're not, people because need I'm to see youtube you i'm gonna u-turn you <laughs> people need to see how strong of a, of a player you are yeah <laughs> uh so uh bottom three for me bottom three for you joey yeah oh yeah definitely bottom Actually, three ninth for you place I have ninth oh you've been placed yeah, same. Oh yeah, I have them in the bottom three. Okay. Like, like oh, I, I said this twice already, but apparently we were on the air. Just, um, what I <laughs> just came in this ear. What I did was uh, to the to chat and the people listening was I just used their names, their age, and where they're from. I didn't use any pictures, backgrounds, or anything else. And based on that, I put them, like Justin said, middle of the pack, uh, top three, or bottom three. And then after getting the limited information, seeing the videos. I kind of repositioned them. Some of them changed, some of them didn't, just based on their backstories and their experience. And some of them, I was like, holy shit, just by guy's name, I was totally wrong. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong about the background thing. But again, as everybody knows, including Hamstone, I suck at this. And we all admit it. And again, guys, if you're in the room, top 33 races, anyone else, don't take it to heart. Please, 
just roll with it. Every James Earl, they shit on him. Justin shit on me. I listened to the same podcast. I was in the group and I'm like, fuck that kid. He doesn't know anything with his stupid ad. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it's all a good fun. So, and, and again, we're all not very intelligent except for Dr. James Earl. Yeah, I was about to say, well, me and you are that we got him here <laughs> to bring some intelligence and to keep us in line so we don't, we don't, we don't step overboard because we could be. I'm loving these compliments. I just need to come here weekly for the compliments. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I love. I've always loved having you on the show, man. You're you're a great dude, and you you have a lot. You provide a lot to the show. All right. So, speaking of great dudes who have uh, provided a lot, uh, let's talk about these two American heroes. If you do not know who these two people are, I will uh, say it in a more. Uh, in a better way than I did when we were off. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Sadler <laughs> and Spencer Stone are both 29 years old. They are childhood friends, both in the military. And if you don't know who they are, uh, you could just bring up Netflix or one of your <laughs> one of your movie, Any, stream, movie streaming services, and you could see that there was a movie made about them. Uh, uh, that was directed by Clint Eastwood. And uh, Clint Eastwood, you know, he does incredible movies. It's called The uh, 1517 to Paris. It's uh, it's about a train. train About a nice little train ride that three friends were having when all of a sudden a terrorist jumps on with a gun, uh, a machine gun, a handgun, a box cutter, and was about to start shooting the thing up. The gun jammed, and then these two and another one got up, and you, you know, like, what, what was the word? Was it let's get him or let what there was like a famous saying, yeah, get him. And, and they they charged the dude who had a gun, charged him, knowing that their lives were in danger, and they actually tackled the dude, were able to restrain him. Not before, like, dude, uh, one of them got cut up pretty bad. He got his eye cut, he got his arms cut, he got his finger almost cut off. Uh, Cause the guy had a utility knife. He had a bottle of gasoline. He had loaded magazines. Uh, this is like a true uh, American hero story, and it's they're such heroes that like Clint Eastwood didn't use actors. He used the real people in the movie. So I haven't seen it yet, but it's on our list. We're definitely gonna watch it this week because uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect uh, for people who, you know, there's fight freeze or flee, and you don't know what you're gonna do until shit happens. Like if you've never been in a fight. Like, the first time you get hit, you fight, you flee, or you freeze. There's one of those. And these are people who fight. They get up yeah. and they fight. A lot of people freeze, and a lot of other people flee. And it I, mean, I think they have all the skills they need for the race. Like, they, they are going to be able to do stuff under the pressure. They're going to be able to think clearly when they're exhausted. I think they're going to handle all of the stress of the race that people aren't prepared for. Like, your average person that goes to the race isn't prepared for. The thing that I worry about with them is the elements of the race, like the U-turn, like they're going to be prime time U-turn candidates. Do you think so? Like, if you don't know their backstory, I looking at them, they don't look like tough guys to me. They don't look like American heroes just yeah. looking at them, right? They don't look like super jacked. I looked at them when I, again, based on two 29-year-old childhood friends from Sacramento, I had the middle of the pack. It was just, I don't know if they were black, white, Chinese, Middle Eastern, whatever. I know it was Anthony and Spencer, 29 years old from Sacramento. That was it. So I said, typical. Middle of the pack, sixth place. Then I saw that little video, and I was like, winners. <laughs> you All got day. winners. Winners. Winner. They're well-traveled. They travel the world. They know how to do it. They know how to work wow. in a country. They have military experience. They're highly intelligent. And like James Earl said, thinking quickly, under pressure, not losing your shit. 
is instrumental. The only thing, like I think James Earl said, if someone can U-turn them, but they might be someone like Matt and Redmond, who the U-turn just won't even matter. They'll just blow right by everyone anyway. So, yeah. I don't know. That's how I got I got them. I got them winning, hands down. I got them right around fourth. That's the thing fifth. about the race, too, yeah. though. It's one challenge, right? So you, if you have one flaw, one crack in your pair, like can, Matt and Redmond did with the video games. Can they yeah. dance? Like, can they sing? No, it wasn't. Like, yeah. he, no I'm he, just saying. Like this, we were the video games, James Earl. Matt was in there for about 10 minutes. We were in there for two hours and 45 minutes. But it's just really? like a challenge, like a, a video game challenge, a yeah. dancing challenge, a singing challenge, a whatever, a balancing challenge. Like... It could be something that they just doesn't fit their skill set. And if it's a roadblock, it could just be one person doesn't have a specific yep. skill that just yeah. crushes it could you. Be. It could be, but overall, based on them, again, it's not them against the entire history of the other race. It's just these other 10 teams. Yeah. So I think that they're going to be able to blow by people, even with a roadblock, even with, I don't know. I think they're going to be like, winning. Jeez. Winning. Where do winning, you have them, James Earl? Where do you have him, James? I haven't. I have him fourth or fifth. I really yeah. think the U turns are going to get him out, or like they're going to have that one fatal flaw. Yeah, they're going to be a great team. I think you're going to see them get top place three, four times. One hundred percent agree with you. Uh, and I don't know if I said this uh, after the restart, but the, the after the the, the layover, teams when were flown on a private plane, it was only going to be on a private plane. They are not going to take any public transportation so they're going to be driving themselves everywhere they need to go uh the only people they're going to interact with have been covid tested and vaccinated so it's going to be a very different season it's going to be all take place in europe uh in cities that were the lowest hit by the the covid pandemic so you'll see you're going to see people not wearing masks and things like that uh they they definitely changed cities because they were supposed to go to uh, like Italy and Greece and people places that were hit really hard so they 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 made changes on the fly and it's not going to be the same type of amazing race that you're used to but it's an amazing race that happened during a pandemic like they were able to pull this off and it's absolutely incredible and I I'm going to watch it with those lenses and I hope you guys do too all right. So when they're on the private jet, uh, they're going to be let off the jet, like kind of like the same as they would from like a pit stop, like based on where they finished. So they're not going to have to rush through the airports. They're just going to be let off at, at at certain intervals. All right. So uh, so me and James Earl have a middle of the pack, and you have them winning. Winning, easy, uh, hands down, winning. Hands down, winning. Jeez, Louise. All right, Arun. Kumar and Natalie Kumar, father, daughter from Detroit. They're world travelers. They're super fans. Um, they look very excited, very happy. Um, again, I always get in trouble when I say stuff like this, but a lot of like Asian people who grew up in that region, um, parents have, are very respected or expected to be listened to when they talk. And I think that that's going to be a difficult thing to overcome. Uh, like, you know, I'm the dad. Like, when it comes down to disagreement, it's like, I'm the dad. Do what I say type of thing. And I think that's going to come into play here as well. I have them finishing middle of the pack because of some kind of disagreement between them. They're not going to be able to agree. She's going to fall back to being the daughter and listening, knowing she's right, and allow them to make the mistake that's going to ruin them. You know, it's like, I think that's going to happen it's happened before on the amazing race it actually happened on our season um 
sitting at the bus stop. Like Cindy yeah. did not want to sit at the bus stop. Rick was just like, was sitting at the bus stop and they got eliminated because they were sitting at the bus stop. Um, and I think that's similar to what's going to happen here. Um, that's just my personal opinion. He did grow up in India. So he did grow up with different like cultures, different traditions, different rules of regulations about how the family dynamic acts. So I think that may come think, into play. I here. do think the parent-child uh, pairing on The Amazing Race is hard in general. I think there's a reason why I think internationally why there's two parent-child winners total between all the international versions. And I think it's because it's a weird dynamic. And it almost made me and mom get eliminated way, way early. Oh, my God. Like way early into it. And the best screenshot of the season. Like three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, when we uh, – when we like had almost that near call after that penalty, like we sat down and we were like, we, we just have to like be in this as partners. Like I get that you're my mom, like outside of the race, you're my mom, you'll always be my mom. But like, here's a different story. So like, you have to break down that barrier and you have to break down that barrier quickly. Yeah. And I think the successful parent child teams are the ones that are able to do that. Um, there's a reason why I think a lot of parent child teams go out quickly. And unfortunately I see them kind of in that, like, lower middle third of what in the race. So I'd really see them going like seven, eight, nine, somewhere on that range. Well, wow. Joey, well, Joey, what do you think? When based on Aaron and Natalie Kumar, 56 and 28 and a father daughter from Detroit, that's it. I had them top four, like really fourth place just based on that because they, they were so close in age. And like James Earl said, they, there could have been a dynamic there. I didn't know if they were from India, from the United States. I didn't know anything, but then, Again, seeing the video of them, seeing how they interact, they sh I shut them down to sixth place, and I, I labeled this, I made notes, I labeled this the Folsom effect because <laughs> Leo and Alana Folsom from last season yeah. were exceptional. They were intelligent, they, but they were, like you said, Justin, there was one thing that they couldn't do, and it was count those damn spears. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen to them. And it might be early in the race. They might get through it, but that's just something that neither one of them are going to be able to do is going to tear them apart. Like James Earl said, they're going to go right back to that father daughter thing. And then that is going to get ruined. So yeah, sixth place, middle of the pack. All right. And you had him where James Earl? Middle of the pack as well. Middle of the pack. Uh, I'd like seven, eight, nine. So like lower, lower middle. Yeah. Okay. That, that sounds about right. That sounds about right to me. All right. So this one here, I, I'd say it's semi-controversial wow. to be on the show. Uh, this is a Love Island couple. Uh, we've never had one of those type of couples on the show before. And we never will. <laughs> Again. Uh, uh, yeah. So this is like a Love Island couple. I dead last. <laughs> they're gonna be. They're gonna be. They're gonna be bad. They, they're I, gonna be bad. I don't see them being dead last. I actually have them. In, in the middle of the pack. Uh, so let me see what I, I, mm. I haven't first. I haven't first or second out, Justin. I, 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 I wouldn't be, that wouldn't surprise me. They're dating. One lives in Los Angeles. One lives in Tom river, Tom's river. And they fell in love on love Island. Uh, from the little clip that we saw of the video, they seem to work well together. Um, but I think what? from the, here's clip, the issue, here's the issue, Justin. So the race, you either have to be complete strangers or you have to be like on the same page. Like the race is not the time to like figure out your new relationships, right? So like, you, you know, um, when you go on to it with the, like the the, uh, the the stranger season, 
it worked because they didn't care. So like if Joey hates Tara at the end of it, it doesn't really matter, right? It's not like you're trying to forge this relationship and have it go forward after that. So like the stress of the race is okay in that new dynamic. But if you're like trying to date someone and you're still still getting to know them, but you're also put in a stress environment, you're going to be gentle. You're going to be gentle with some of your stuff, right? So you're going to be like, oh, I can't just do, say or do what I want to. Because A, number one, you don't know them well. And B, number two, you don't want to try to fuck it up with them. And I think it sets you up for disaster. This, to me, I don't, like I said, I don't know any spoilers. But to me, this has the highest chance of being one of the teams that didn't come back because they broke up. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of where I put them. They're going to be one of the two teams and, that didn't come back because they probably broke up. Yeah, and shame on them for, for just because they broke up and they're not going to take the chance of a lifetime. That's why I wrote Love Island, really. 23 and 25-year-old, two people, one from either, one's from L.A., trying to probably make something of herself. Probably, a I don't know, working in a restaurant somewhere. Yeah, she's Instagram the guy from New Jersey. She's a you know, pretty girl, yeah. right? Don't know her life experience. Doesn't seem to have any even after the thing. But I had them bottom three and ninth place just based on their name, age, and locations. But I thought it was weird. Like, wait a minute. Why aren't they in the same location if they're dating? And mm -hmm. it's not even a close. Yeah. And then they're when 23 I and 25, by the way. Once I saw the uh, Love Island in the dead, it's like, okay, okay. Just get the fuck out of here. This is <laughs> so, uh, someone in chat, Vads, is talking about the only couple that has worked through arguments is Matt and Dana. But I think that's different. They weren't like a newly dating couple, right? Yeah. I don't. I think they, no, they were ready to get married. Yeah, they were ready yeah. to get married. And, right. and, so and this they wasn't did like it. you were trying to. Right. So like, and it still didn't work out great for them, clearly. But it wasn't new in a relationship. Y'all understand what I'm trying to say, right, Justin yeah. Joey? Yeah. Yeah. Look definitely. The, yeah, look, look at the wrestlers. <laughs> Look at the wrestlers. Yeah. They can't even be in the same room now. I think Eric and Danielle, who won one of the early seasons, they weren't dating anymore. Like They were on the right. show as supposedly dating, but they were already broke up before the show, and they wound up going on to win because they just didn't well, look, care anymore. <laughs> look at season one. Right, I one. think that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. If you don't care, that's Frank. fine. But you either have to like care and be able to protect it, but you also like have known them long enough to just be able to get over it, or you don't care. All right, so middle of the pack, where you got them? He's got him first out. No. Bottom first, first or second out. Woof! I got him. I got him at the bottom middle. One of those two teams that didn't come back because they broke up. That's kind of where. That's what I'm gonna think. That's that's uh, that's what I'm gonna say, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Now, Connie and Sam. Connie and Sam. Connie, thirty-seven. Sam, thirty-nine. They have an awesome story as well. Um, Sam's a football coach. Uh, let me check my notes here, just so I don't mess up. Uh, the, the, uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina, super competitive. Um, one of the he had a kid in his school who he found out was homeless, and uh, him and his like brother or sister were homeless, and he wound up talking with his wife, having them stay with him, and they actually lived there. And the kid didn't play football. He got the kid into playing football. He became the quarterback and. They, event movie. they eventually went on to win their first championship that the school has ever had in 60 years. Like this team was like the be like the not good at all. And new coach comes in, new quarterback comes in, new system, new love, new prep, and they went on to win the championship. Yes, this is this is like definitely a movie ready to go. What right? is that? No, it, they just did the movie. What, what's his name? The Green Mile there. Whatever the fuck it's called. The, the blind totally, side. The blind Thank side? you. Yeah. yeah, three words. That's with the. It's, yeah. it's yes. It's very similar. I guess very they similar. Both have black people in them. So it's football. They do have black people in them. Yeah, it's football, James Earl. It's a sport. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the Green Mile is not about football. No, no but it's just a, had a had a just a giant black guy in it. 
right? <laughs> Joey. You see, like, uh, I love you, man, but Jesus, this is... <laughs> I have them as top three potential winners. I have them in my top three. I think that he's super intense, super competitive, knows how to coach. She doesn't have the most, like, she may not be the most competitive, but I think he's a coach at heart, and he coaches kids. It's not like coaching adults, which is different where you could just be a jerk. Like, coaching kids, you got to be able to be able to see what it is, how it is that they learn well, and be able to talk to them in a, a specific way to get them motivated. And And they have huge hearts, obviously, letting adopting kids into their home like yeah. huge hearts brain on his shoulders super intense she's way more mellow so she's like the diana to the justin where he's intense she's the like she can calm him down like i think they're gonna be really good i have them top three james zero i have them top three i had them top three as well nice. they're, they're a scary person to beat also this cast in general are just such good people like you read their stories and you're yeah. like well i'm a piece of shit yeah, um, <laughs> yeah i don't want to say anything bad about any of them right <laughs> you can, easy for the love island we can easily jump on the love island crew but everybody else has I, an incredible I story just, i just got that text about being a piece of shit from someone in the chat i don't doubt it <laughs> uh, school nurse yeah i'm top three top they're three. a scary they're a scary couple for the yeah. rest what do you think joey Definitely top three. I yeah, they got and you know what it is, Justin. Yeah, you said it. That that both of them as a couple, they have like all the hot there is to win it. They 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 just it looks like if there's any barriers, they're gonna overcome them. And I don't think there's like there's any physical barriers or anything, but they just have the mindset and the and just the drive and the heart to do it. And I actually had them winning close with obviously not and with another two guys, but I kind of put them on the third place. Tough, tough, tough decisions we got to make here. Boys. I love, I love male female teams. Uh, obviously, male female teams are usually are the most diverse because they have different life experiences. They have different sets of skills. Like they usually have a, a great diversity among them. Uh, so I, I like picking male female teams to be in the top three as well. Uh, and and they have other strong attributes that I think are gonna go well with another male female team that I really like. Uh, who some people are going to hate, but I think most people are going to like because they have incredible personalities. Uh, how can you hate this couple? Because they're YouTubers, and some people are oh, YouTubers. Remember the YouTube season? Like, how do you hate Tyler and Corey? They're, like, so lovable, and people hated on I them. Know. Like, it's just stop. Like, it's Kim and Penn Holderness. They were newscasters, like, like Kelsey and Joey, who gave up their newscasting jobs and went all in on YouTube so they could spend more time with their family and, and work in their own environment. And... I think that they are going to be top three. I, I, they're they're super popular. They got really really famous. I think just this past year with a couple really big viral songs. Uh, they have to do a Christmas and things like that. Uh, so if you're into that, <clears throat> they've, they've, from, they've been popular for years, Justin. They they. SNL was making fun of them back in like 2015. Really? Okay. See, I, yeah, I didn't. I haven't done. They've been around for a while. They're they're such a like I've watched I watched them like oh. full disclosure. I've watched them for years. They're, oh wow! They're such a funny couple, and they're so hot too. Like they're a good looking. They're good looking. Good looking family. It's the family that you're like, of course, you know, hot adults made good looking kids. Like spoilers. Um, She's got a great but, voice for radio too. I love her voice. I could see why oh, yeah. she was a broadcaster. I mean, they just seem like really good people. Yeah, can, and, uh, I think can, they have can, a good head on their shoulders. Can either can either one of the two of you, my dear dear friends, the forty four of forty seven, by the way, yeah. explain to me what popular 
people on YouTube have to do with winning the amazing race? Because I'm not just dis- I'm not discounting either one. No, one, one has nothing to do with winning. I'm okay, talking about their popularity. You gotta, well, you got to you got to would you say you had them? I have them in top three. Why do I have why do I have them in top three? Because they're popular? No, they're not, no, no, no. Because if you watch them, they're not douches. They're like laid back. They have a, a, a attitude that they can play they could play off each other. They can they joke and play with each other. Like it's okay. a playful, like it's not like like people can see me and Diana. I'm from New York, yeah, she's from you're, Philly. You're a douche. Yeah, you're I'm a from douche. New York, she's from and Philly. You did well. We and talk well. to each other differently, but that doesn't mean we don't have that love and that passion. They talk Agreed. to each other in a very different way, where I think if they have differences, they're not going to argue like, they're not going to fight like, they'll be able to, to talk it out in a way that other t- and couples you know don't. What? They're, gonna, they're going to lose gracefully. That's what's going to happen. They're I doubt that. Gracefully. I highly doubt that. I have them in top three. I have uh, fourth or fifth, so if, I don't have oh, them as high as Justin. If you watch the video, he's got ADHD, which comes with super focus, and he was able to nail that puzzle challenge that I think James Earl would have done well at, and I would have sucked at. Uh, so the puzzle challenge that they they looked like they nailed it from the video that we saw, um, and they have a great family, and I think they're gonna do yeah. really well. Anyone can do a puzzle challenge on a video. Okay. All right. How many times did he probably do it before they filmed it? I don't know. Put but, yourself in the race and then do the puzzle challenge. It was the race, race, you dummy. Any day of the week. It was in the oh, race. No, I, thought you, I thought you were talking about, no, I thought you were talking about these two in their, in their video. It Sorry. was a clip. It was a clip from the race where they were doing this puzzle and he nailed it because he's got oh, this. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, he's right. got this. Uh, this yeah, I still, got a, I still got him in 10th place. <laughs> Ooh. Zero chance in tenth place. You know what? I'm I'm right. I'm I'm doing notes of what you guys put, just so I can come back and. You can do it every season. I've nailed two of the top three every season. I've done this show three out of three majority of times. Nailed it. That's what makes you a douche. Yeah, you know what makes me a douche? I'm right. Right all the time. People (laughs) hate that. People hate it because I deliver it differently. But I'm right. It doesn't matter. Not a douche. You know what makes me not a douche? You're wrong. Being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm I'm special. Sir. All right, you you have him in tenth. Where do you have him, James? Earl? I'm fourth or fifth. All right, so upper oh. but middle of the pack. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Nice someone guys. who came in fifth, I like to think of that as more of upper bat, but you know, you you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, fifth and sixth is like right. literally middle of the pack. Like there's eleven okay, teams. Yeah. But um, it's ten legs. Okay. What? Half of 10 is... Like? All right. Oh. Uh, all right. So this is Lulu and Lala, a.k.a. Uh, that's, well, that's their a.k.a. names. It's uh, Maria Elena and Marissa Gonzalez, 30, both 37 years old from uh, Bergen, New Jersey. They're, they work in radio, which I love as an 18-year radio vet. They're at KTU, one of the uh, best stations in the country. Uh, so they have, they're very successful at their radio careers. They used to work in a hardware store for four years. So they're not just like dainty little blah, blah, blahs. They know how to salsa dance. So dancing challenges are going to be easy for them to to knock out. They speak Spanish, which can translate to other languages like, you know, Italian, you can kind of relate to certain words and things like that. So that's going to help them. Um, I still have them going out first three. Because I think twins will never win the race. I don't think twins have any chance of ever winning the race because they literally have the same DNA, usually live the same exact lives. They've obviously worked every job together. They do the same exact things together. I'm going to guess they have the same exact skill sets. So doesn't really make a good 
team because you're the same person. So I'm going to have them at the bottom of the pack, but they're going to be super fun to watch. And that's it for me. Uh, Joey? I, I, you're going to laugh. I got to slip and buy unnoticed to fifth place. Because they're not going to get U-turn. They're not going to get you. Remember, remember, um, terrible Kaylin, remember Kaylin and, and um, what's her name from last season? Slip by, by everybody. Yeah. And they're just one of those teams. Like you said, they're going to be able to do the tasks well. I'm assuming they're well-traveled. They'll let you can't, you can't supplement having a second language for anything on the race. Anything. No. Um, I think that's going to help them out. I mean, actually, they, they didn't go to too many Spanish-speaking countries, we don't think, right? No. So... I mean, I, I, I got a, I just got this. There's always that one group. It's kind of like, um, well, it's like hung and chi. It's like you never expected them to slip as far as they did, but they were like the high, the ice hockey, the ice hockey girls on uh season. What was that? 23 right. Allie and Allie. Yeah. Mello. Hey, Lene, thank I, you, I have them going, I have them going seventh. I have them in seventh place. I had them dead middle. Okay. Yeah. And you have and you have them upper, yeah. I have them definitely. I'm in fifth. One of the first three out, probably the first out. Like I don't know, like nah. they're just twins. Like twin. I, I don't think twins do well, and that's just maybe that's just me uh, or just all the studying I've done. And well, typically they don't. In they don't, in history, they have not done well. Yeah, I, I, I know. Well, this is this is a very <laughs> historical year, Doctor Hurley. I'm just uh, saying, just saying. I don't know if I can fit these two in the same frame. Uh, Michael, Michael Norwood and Mo Badger, 36 and 42. They are singing police officers from Buffalo, New York. And obviously you can look at, uh, Michael. He was a, uh, European basketball player. He's also like a bodybuilder. He lost 50 pounds just to come on the show. Um, and you could see towers over his, his buddy. Uh, they have great personalities. Um, obviously he's super strong. Uh, they could sing, so the singing challenges will be good. I don't know if they could dance. Uh, if you believe the stereotypes, then yes, they can dance. Uh, <laughs> but I think that uh, they're going to be one of the first three eliminated as well. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. I, I let me see. Do I have the? Uh, yeah, I have. I have them, the twins, and the cooks as my bottom three. Wow. I have them in my bottom three. I. It's. It's it's kind of like uh, why know. why? Well, why? They're cops and you hate cops. Yeah, that, that's it. That's <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I think his size is going to be a detriment. I know that the Globe Triders have had problems where they couldn't even do challenges because they were just too big, and I think that it's, that and sixty, but they were literally too heavy for certain challenges. Yeah. So, so yeah. like you right. know, Big Easy had to let Flight Time do it. So. Like it may be a skill that he has, but a challenge he can't do because he's too big. So it's gonna have to rely on Mo. So I think it's gonna be a situation where Mo is gonna be have to do something because Michael can't do it because he's too damn big, but he has the skill set to do it. And I think that's gonna hurt them and that's gonna get them out early. I didn't think about that angle, and it's a true angle. And robots are the most frustrating part of the race yeah. in general. Like yeah. the most frustrating part of the race. Um it's a great angle. I didn't think about. <laughs> My brother said Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be a great dynamic. I'd love to see them two run, but I would never pick Dwayne Johnson and, and Kevin Hart to win the race. Uh, Dave Zero, where do you have them coming in? I had him in eighth place. Wow, I'm just eighth place. Oof. Jesus, I I had him again just based on 
the limited information, I had him top three second place, but now I have him in fourth after a slip up. I, I, I Justin, I wasn't thinking about the size thing. I was thinking of as more of a of a, a positive thing, but I didn't really think of it like that. I, I you know, maybe I, I don't like, know. He's a different six five than like you know Tanner was on our season. Tanner was like slender built. This dude yeah. is so jacked. He's man. a monster. He's like but I just he's, he's, a, he's just, like the I, Hulk. Yeah, I, I again because they're police, and of course I do have an affinity for police officers, obviously. Obviously, but obviously. I think I think they, um, I I thought because of their where they're from, what they do, the little side gig with the singing and everything, I'm like, okay, these guys just aren't like rah rah cops. They're kind of like a cop like me, who have they have like a like stuff that not a cop mentality type of thing, and that would carry you a little further. Okay, but no, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I know, like, there's, a, there's another show that I like to watch, Justin, I think you do too, uh, Naked and Afraid, that uh, it had a few cops on there, and they never, ever do well on it. They usually get within the like, first few days because mm-hmm. of the cop mentality. And maybe someday there'd be a cop on there who could uh, shake that. And we'll see. We'll see. When, 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 maybe someday. I don't know when you get on. And there goes the chat. <laughs> all right uh, uh they, they might have been on ellen i didn't do uh i didn't do too much research but that sounds like the type of thing that ellen would have on like singing cops uh i don't know i've never watched ellen well you're silly because <laughs> ellen is a great show oh yeah she's awesome and where did you have him james Hill? where did i have them i had them in eighth eighth okay so yeah. more more towards the bottom of the pack there yeah all right so sorry. keep going my son hates me hold on all right. Oh, just when we get the 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 the, you know the typical pretty girls of the season, <laughs> our boy's gonna go. All right. So well, he... I think he knows his audience. <laughs> All right, Raquel and Kayla. They're our flight attendants from Chicago and Florida, respectively. They look like they're in great shape. They look like they have very, like happy outlook, which I think is good on the race. Um, but flight attendants. I think that's an overrated skill uh, that people think is going to help them on the race. That doesn't really help them. Well, especially this season, right? So, like, <laughs> yeah. you're on a charter flight this season. So, like, it's that definitely helps not gonna, this season. It's definitely not going to help them. Uh, um, I do think they're going to be a surprise team. My gut is telling me that they're going to make top three. Wow. I, I feel like – I know. That's just my gut. I, there's something about them that I think they're going to surprise us. Hmm. Well, I think, you know, I have the middle of the pack, you know, they're 30 and 31. So they're, they're young, they're in good shape. They've tried, they have well-traveled. Uh, I think that that's going to help them get through the first couple legs. I just don't think they have enough life experience problem. I, that's just my random life experience to really have the, all of the skills that it takes to win the race that I don't, you know, they could be like a Krista and Tiffany where they could do really, really well. But they're not. They're going to fall just short. Uh, but I have them in, you know, middle of the pack. It could be fun to watch. Joe, you missed it. I, I said I think they're a surprise top three, personally. Woo! The what? flight, the flight attendants, Raquel and Kayla. Joey, what do you think? Um, no, like nothing jumps out about them. They're not really even. I mean, they're friends that they met in training. So they're like, what are they? Text and email friends. Yeah, like, they've known like, each other. I think three years. Uh, okay, I've known you for three, like five years. But have we ever hung out? No, I would never hang no, out with you. No, I wouldn't hang out with you either. But Dude. still, but again, I don't know how you and I would interact together, even though, like, 
You know what I mean? It's just they're, they're kind of... <laughs> Me and you run the race together, that would be a shit show. Oh, oh, like, ah! That would be a shit show. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, I, I got him I got him like eighth, and that was a, a generous eighth. Mm. I just don't think... That, what did they bring? Were they going to get on a plane? Yay. It's a, it's a private plane. <laughs> yeah, that their, their advantage is going to hurt them because it doesn't really come into play this season. All right, Ryan and Dusty. This team has got an, another team with an absolute holy shit. Yeah, these uh, two. they. One of them has lived a holy shit balls life, right? Uh, for sure. Uh, so much so that you can actually, there is a documentary on Netflix about one of them that you can watch. Um, that my wife, I think there's a 2020 special, a 48 hour special. If you don't know, they're best friends from Columbia, Missouri. Uh, and Ryan Ferguson, who's now 37, uh, spent 10 years in prison, wrongfully accused for murder because, you know, cops. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so no, he was in prison for ten years for murder. He was at seventeen years old when it when the, the murder supposedly happened. It took two years, but he spent the ages of nineteen to twenty nine in jail for a murder he didn't commit based on somebody's dream. Somebody's, what? She dreamt the girl that they had in court dreamt because she was so plastered. She dreamt that there was these two guys. Jesus. Like it was not not him. It was him and another guy. That, that's what and she... there was a jury again, people. This is okay. the police. This I know is lawyers and juries. They, yes, is lawyers. Uh, so listen, there, they brought in the sketch. Jury? So check this out. They had the sketch that came in right, and during the whole jury, the whole thing. You know how you ask somebody like, "Can you identify this person in the courtroom?" It yeah. never yeah. asked him that, and never asked her that at all. She never said that. That was like pointed to that dude and said, "That's the dude I saw." She had the sketch, and the sketch looks like this guy, and like. This was the guy. Like he was in jail for ten years, bro. Ten what? years. He's a motivational speaker now. But like, you put me in jail for ten years. There's no way I'm coming out smiling like that. Like I'm going to no. be a beast. I'm going to be an animal. I'm in there for ten years. I'm probably going to be dead. Like I, I, there's no way that I come out with a positive attitude of uh, about life if, if you put me in jail wrongfully for ten years from seven, from nineteen years old, like just starting his damn life. I well, can't. really, it started at 17. He was accused when he was 17. Yeah, he was accused right? when he was 17, went through two years of garbage, then 10 years in, in prison, like, and finally gets out and has an incredible, like, outlook on life. Like, it's absolutely... I mean, a third of his life was in prison at this point. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. life experiences, like... Over someone's dream. It's 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 crazy. It's That's absolutely like crazy. Yeah, we... Diana can't wait to watch this. Like, oh, Diana's in chat. Hey... Um, Diana, now, that being said, if they don't U-turn Anthony and Spencer, they're going to U-turn Ryan and Dusty. Like these guys look jacked. They look like you know they best friends. Like this is the team that I would probably U-turn if if we ever felt like we needed to U-turn somebody. Uh, um, here we go. <laughs> right, look, my We're actions. So with my actions, I, my actions speak. Right. I, I backed. I said everything. I backed it up. I, the only reason I used the third U-turn that I told you so I could be in the record books. I was the first, we were the first team to ever use the third U-turn, and we How won. Many how many 10th place finishes have you had? Huh? How many 10th place finishes have you had? None. None? Nine? Nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine. Nine. I'm concerned with a nine. Oh, you forget all the one, 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 yeah, one. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. 
We don't we don't remember the good things. You only remember the bad. Eat a dick. Uh, so no, they uh, so they were childhood friends. So they, I think they have a tremendous amount of respect for each other. I don't think they're going to be like one of those teams that's going to be bickering and arguing with each other. He's a no. motivational speaker. He knows how to pump up his teammates. He's been through hardships. He can get through the tough times. I don't think there's anything on this race that's going to get him frazzled. Um, and I, I I have them as top three. I have them in my top oh, no. three. I'm in sixth place. U-turn is going to be the death of them. That could 100% be a factor, but you have wow. to beat them. You have to beat them to the board to U-turn them. Yeah, yeah. You got them top three, Justin? Yeah, I have them in top three. Those, that's my uh, top Justin, three. Justin, I will point out, though, you, you're using that from personal experience. The race has changed with the U-turn board since we've been on the race. That's true. Quite a bit. It is yeah. like the way they designed the U-turn board now, it's not the – it's not how it should be. You're right. So a lot of the times it's kind of early in the lead. It's just random luck who can get there first, not who's doing well in the lead to get there. Kind of. I think if we, if you took the season's 27 cast and put it in the current race, mm-hmm. I think you and Diana would be in trouble because of the way the boards are set up. We wouldn't have won as many legs, but this, we wouldn't have gotten eliminated from any of the U-turns. You would be in trouble. You would have gotten U-turned by the yeah. way the boards are set up. That's Absolutely. I wouldn't doubt that we'd get U-turned, but I don't think that there's any at any any one of those U-turns would have been pushed us far enough back to get eliminated. But yes, I agree that if if they the way they change the race, uh the U-turn board should be after a task, not before the tasks where it's like Yeah. But with that said, I still think top three. You think middle of the pack because of U-turns? Joey, 100%. I I originally had them top three winning, and then I bumped them to second place. Second, because, yeah. I there's a lot of I don't really take the U turns into consideration that much because so many people are afraid to U turn the good teams because if they figure they survive, they're going to get hammered, and it's usually only the bad teams that U turn anyway. <laughs> so I think this is a perfect. Exactly. Well, not all the time. Let me. I was say, tell that. that to Seth and uh, Seth and Olive. Olive, yeah. No, no yeah. Olive. Seth and Olive. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Tell that but Seth that was a, that was a double U turn. It was the top two teams who got U turned. So that was definitely one of the top two teams going home, regardless. And regardless. almost because of because of uh, Floyd's fuck up with the passport, that almost didn't happen. So that was like four minutes for him to find his passport, and I was like, ah! so because I knew what we were dead. So, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think, th- I think them and Spencer and Anthony, they're going to be so far ahead that people are going to, whether you, as you guys know, when they're on the race, you don't know where anyone is. They're like, are we going to U-turn these people and have them worried about them already beyond us? And then they catch wind of it. I think people are just going to run their race. And there's so many non-limbs this time. I heard, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, if they have to get a couple episodes in, I mean, the two two teams didn't come back, so yeah, so there's gonna be two more non-limbs. I think one one extra one, but yes, yeah. uh, Well, yeah, so I got them. I got them second place. Okay, that uh, I I agree. I they got they got the drive. That's for sure. I agree. They got got a top. uh, I have them in my top three as well. So now we got Taylor Green Jones and Isaiah Green Jones. They are husbands, uh, 38 and 31. They're also YouTubers from um, Portland, Oregon. They have a great outlook, very happy, um, incredible smiles. Uh, I think they'll work well together. I don't. They don't look like the type that's going to be bickering and arguing. But again, I have a middle of the pack. Uh, very similar life experiences, spent a lot of time together. So a lot of the same, same experiences. Um, 
And I think that could eventually become come a detriment to them. And I have them in the middle of the pack. They'll be strong enough and charismatic enough to to get by the first couple legs for sure. And then that's when you find out who the teams are. After the first couple legs, when everything starts to kick in and you're tired and you make decisions, that's when you find out what teams have done their homework and what teams haven't. And I don't, I, I, nothing from them says I'm going to win the season. So that's why I don't have them in my top three. But they know I don't see them going home for in the bottom three. So have them in the middle of the pack. James, Adam, bottom three, bottom three. Well, why? It just the the vibe for me, like they just seem like a couple that's in love that really just wants to have this fun experience together, which is awesome. The race is a lot tougher than that. Yes, and I'm not sure they entirely entirely realize how stressful the race is. If that makes any sense, it's hard to it's hard to give more than just that. My gut is telling me that, but that's what my gut's telling me. Oh, before we do that, uh, I just read in chat. <laughs> my wife said that the the guy who wrong was wrongfully in prison got eleven million dollars settlement because of it. I mean, that doesn't really make up for it, but it can help you get back on the right track. Uh, no, definitely, man. If you can somehow like get through the mental f- of that ten years, uh, I mean, he doesn't need the money to win. See, I. Mm, that could change things for top three, though. People who don't need the money. But then again, Colin and Christie. Oh, but I don't. Money. I yeah. think your competitive nature. I don't think the money matters. I think winning yeah. to some people matters. Right? Colin and Christie didn't need the money. Tyler and Corey didn't need the money. Like they both do extremely well. Like there's a lot of teams that don't need the money that's done really if well. If you're not I mean, Chad didn't need the money. If you're not concentrating on the money, you're concentrating on the race. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, you saw it was it broke me in the first the first leg. Like my only chance to ever get a million dollars, I thought was gone in the first leg. I was broken. I was you saw. I mean, I literally broke on television. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. Was awesome. And that, and that <laughs> that was two two reasons. Like I living the dream. I I failed to fulfill live my dream, and I failed to take that opportunity to change my family's destiny. Like, and that hurt. So yeah. But nah, so that makes a makes a lot of sense. So that's it. That's the cast. We have um let's see. Oh, our... we miss it. We're missing. We're missing um Who? Kim and Penn. Who? Who? Kim and Penn. We talked about them. You made fun of us because we liked them so much. Oh, I know. I was talking about Taylor and Isaiah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Whatever. I got Taylor and Isaiah coming to tenth. Kim and Penn, that's something. Penn's a goof. Yeah, he is a goof, but that's why I he's like so popular goof. on like YouTube. That that's why goof. he's popular on YouTube. He looks like he's 75. So this is the cast, uh, and uh, that, that's our assessment of the season. And uh, I hate this episode, by the way. I know. I hate this episode. Kim and Penn, Connie and Sam, Ryan and Dusty as my top three. Uh, Joey, your top three again? Anthony and Spencer, Ryan and Dusty, and Connie and Sam. All right, so we agree on two of those. My three were Connie and Sam, Anthony and Spencer, and Raquel and Kayla. And we agree on two as well. All right, so we'll see who sneaks their third team in the top three. The first episode is this week, Wednesday, uh, two-hour episode. So we get two hours of The Amazing Race, which is great. And the week after, we get one hour and then Celebrity Big Brother. <sighs> uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to get uh, questions in the chat, throw them in the chat. I'll, I'll take a look at them. If I don't answer them right now, I will get to them. He was, is the CEO of a startup robotics company. That's awesome. 
Oh. Uh, I don't know. I think they're talking oh, about the Colin. Colin yeah. Colin, Colin oh. was uh, the head of uh, DJI drones. Like, he was like one of the big wigs at DJI drones. Can you that. imagine him losing his shit in a corporate meeting? I told you to get that drone out of here. That's not somebody you want to be on his bad side, dude. Like, he's, <laughs> he's jacked. <laughs> he's in incredible shape. Uh, and if you've ever watched any of his his social media, you see he's he lives the life, man. Uh, yeah, he's a good kid. And he's they got a good head on it. He he he's he's the epitome of changing your life. Like yeah. if you yeah. see Colin from the first time to Colin in the second time and you don't get inspired that you can actually change like a completely one eighty your life, then you you're not watching. So oh, is this the first black gay couple? Okay. Celebrate that. Is Let's it? do it. Let's celebrate it. I didn't I don't I was James Earl, I think that's a seal clap. It is a seal clap. <laughs> There they are. I did not know that. I I, I don't pay I I don't pay too much attention to that stuff. That's more things like I just see a, a young couple in love. Like Justin only cares about his personal achievements. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I and, and, and how good somebody's gonna be in the race. So yeah. I, I'm so here. Attention to, you're gonna get attention to anybody in love. You're gonna right. get honesty. Gonna, you're, you're gonna get honesty from me. That's all you're gonna get. Joey doesn't think love exists, but you're gonna get nothing but honesty from me. And sometimes being honest is not the the most whatever I, I love the amazing race and i want the people on the show to respect the race and i want the people on the show to do well and i'm going to tell you my honest opinions and then when uh, when i'm wrong if that ever happens then i'll i'll agree i, I mean i'll i'll you know say i was wrong if i will happens. give you my honest opinion as well and when i'm wrong i will completely blame justin absolutely next week same time uh hopefully we'll have uh, we'll definitely have a guest if not from this season maybe a past winner who's already agreed to come on the show whenever um and I'm not going to say it, but anyway, say uh, it. no, next, say it. we'll talk about that off air. Uh, I appreciate okay. each and every one of you. I know time is, is the most valuable asset that one has. And for you to spend any of it with us means the world to me. Sorry for the delays in the beginning. That won't happen again. I won't waste your time, but thank you for sticking through. Uh, like subscribe, thumbs up and send James Earl some money. He's a doctor. He needs it. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Later, guys. Bye, y'all. I was waiting for the bye. <laughs> <laughs>